1: Puzzle, three lengths in front. This is the one that Damien's wanted. This is the one that he's riding for Jason. And Media Puzzle goes to the line to win the Melbourne Cup. Damien stands high on the irons, salutes the heavens. That's for Jason.
0: Brilliant stuff. Just one of the many highlights of our next guest, Damien Oliver. And you opened up your paper yesterday. And there was the double-page spread, the hero poster of one D. Oliver... Doing exactly that Looking to the heavens After winning the Melbourne Cup On media And I've,
1: I've had a fight With everyone here at SCN They want it on the walls Here at SCN I want it on my bedroom ceiling it's, <laughs> it's just It's still It's hard to get But i tell you right now uh, The West Australian Went beautifully And made fantastic tributes To this great man And he is the greatest We've ever seen uh, And his name is Damien Oliver And Ollie Good morning to you pal How are you going Have you stopped crying yet?
2: I have, mate, yeah, I've um, got over it, yeah, I'm back to, back to earth today,
0: I'm on my way to Bendigo to ride, ride today, so yeah, back back to earth today. Hey, when did you make up your mind? Because retirement's not something, you know, that someone just wakes up and says, oh, that's a nice day to retire. Uh, how much did you mull over it and when was the defining moment? When was the actual decision where you spoke to family and friends and confidants that this was it?
2: Yeah, I had been thinking of it, of it, you know, probably over the last six months, Goss, and I um, wasn't quite sure how I wanted to do it. Um, I'm not a big person for fanfare. I, you know, I, I probably thought at first I wanted to go out quietly, and um, but after seeing how much uh, attention it brought yesterday, um, I don't think that would have been a very good way to go, um, and I thought it would have been a little bit selfish too, because i lived a pretty public life and racing's been really good to me. So I felt like I, um, I felt like racing deserved for me to put something back into it. So I had a holiday in the winter and I thought, uh, I came back nice and refreshed and I thought I've got one more good spring carnival in me. Um, and that would, you know, I'd like to go out doing that and give a chance to say thank you and goodbye to everyone. And, uh, and then also finish it up in Perth at their carnival, which, um, Obviously, where it all started for me, it'd be great to, to, to do it in person and, and put something back there
1: as well. Yeah, that is brilliant, and it, and I tell you, everyone's very, very excited to, uh, to do the farewell here, that's for sure. But you and I spoke about this, as you said, about six months ago. We we're on the golf course and having a chat about it. I, I cried then and I cried. The other day, is that the same waiting. golf course? Yeah, you didn't get invited, you didn't get invited. no, but is that
0: the same this. one where you walked off because you couldn't have your hammer and tack gave up no, or I you broke I, down? I didn't really? walk
1: off though, I was driven off in the back of the <laughs> golf cart, yeah, probably. But and you and you said at that time too, oh, that you're not even sure if you'll get to a spring carnival. Um, that trip that you you took, um, over to the states, and then, as you said, that little winter holiday, was that the time where you said, absolutely, I've still got six months, I've still got 10 months left in me. I'm going to go out really hard. When did you make the decision to say it's going to end at the end of the year and not, say, now?
2: Um, yeah, probably still hadn't decided till I had the trip. Um, you, know, it was, you know, it's the end of a long racing season for me, usually in June, and I have a winter break, and um, I was still undecided at that point. But after having a break and, and coming back nice and refreshed, I thought, yeah, I think I have got one more in me. Um, And that's kind of when I decided then and then you know the plans were because you have to plan for life after um sport as well and 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 racing and you know I've been having some discussions with Entain and Ladbrokes, and and the plan is for me to do some work with them next year in 2024 and and you know that's something I'm really looking forward to what's um what sort of fresh challenges are out there for me I won't be just doing that I'm I'm looking at other things as well but Um, that's a good starting point for me and to see how
0: it unfolds from there. Yeah, I think a significant media role would be very handy for you, Damien. Hey, Damien, in yesterday's press conference, you talked about those far-flung tracks in WA where it all started. I'm intrigued (laughs) by that. I've been lucky enough to travel up through the northwest, through the Pilbara and call races many moons ago now. But what are some of the tracks that ring true to you in regards to as a youngster, a young apprentice, before you even made the trek across to, to Melbourne to carve out this amazing career?
2: Yeah, I didn't go um, a lot up right up north, but I certainly remember going to places like Leonora and Collie, Dongra, sort of places like that were were certainly rough enough. And um, (laughs) but at that stage of your career, you were happy to ride anywhere and just get the experience. And um, you know, I think just when you when you start out, just the the most experience, the much experience you can get, Mm. the better, and you learn faster, and um, and it certainly holds you in good stead as your career unfolds
0: very much so who were the who were the early mentors for you who are your early masters over here in western australia that took you under their wing and maybe was in charge at perth racing at the time or uh, who, had, who were looking after the apprentices who, who, who were some of the early names Well, oh,
2: that's a good question um certainly my brother was a huge influence on my career mm. a few years older than me and he was um you know a top jockey at the time so he taught me a lot um Someone like Rod Kemp was someone I really looked up to. He was the champion jockey at the time when I was young, and, um, you know, he was um, very dominant. So they're probably yeah. two that spring to mind um, from an early age. Yeah,
0: Kemp, he just celebrated, course, um, Kemp, he just celebrated his yeah, 70th birthday on the weekends. He was up and about. He was getting around, flitting around the bookmakers ring like he does. He's uh, everyone's mate, though, Kempy.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a legend.
1: What are you most proud of, mate? Um, you will go down. I know the question was posed the other day about, the, uh, about being called the goat, and I imagine you're going to ask me to start calling you the goat from now on, but uh, <laughs> you've played it, you played it down. Um, but the numbers and everything suggests you are the greatest we've ever seen. But what are you most proud of across what's been such a long, long, distinguished career? Probably most proud of just staying
2: at the top for – so long. It's, it is a tough sport and, you know, having ridden over five decades and, you know, three Melbourne Cups in three different decades and just my longevity and, and, um, and just my ability to stay at the highest level for so long is probably my biggest achievement and, and obviously winning those big races along the way that come with that.
1: Are you going to change your lifestyle at all? Are you going to allow yourself to eat? Any chance of blowing right out?
2: I don't think I can see myself getting to your sort of status, Scotty. um, It's fun, um, I'm telling you, it's fun,
1: you've seen me do it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, after Nelly having to carry you off that golf course, I'm not sure about that. Uh, But um, I kind of like keeping a bit fit and, um, you know, I love my surfing and golf, but I'll probably put on a few kilos, but I can't see myself blowing out too much.
0: Hey, Ollie, this has made it onto social media over the last couple of months and it's uh, raised uh, many, many laughs and uh, comments from your counterparts. What is amazing? Colleagues. This. So, have a listen to this and you've, you would have heard this. This is a very sna- a small snapshot of montage of some of your best work down the straight at some of the Melbourne tracks.
1: What is that? What is that screaming going? I was never aware of this. But this was that taken during COVID, so no, yeah, no, no spectators Yeah, so could hear p- for it. the best part. So who's um, lo- doing
0: that screaming? That's uh, your little mate here, Damien. <laughs> it's like screaming you
2: when you're.
1: You think a twenty-footer, Scotty? You <laughs> go one up. That but, but you were you were you were known for, it and, and the other jocks you were saying to me, guys. They just that was a, they didn't even have to look over; they knew that he was coming and coming fast. And they were about to get gobbled up when you started screaming. That was when they, you were about to just mow them all down. Did you, did you do that all the time? No, nah, not all the time. Only on the ones that were sort of fighting out a finish. Um,
2: and you can feel in a horse is probably not always there's just a little bit left there, and you know horses being animals you know and I'm an animal lover I've been around animals all my life particularly horses and you know when you make a noise you get a response and um you know sometimes that can make the difference between winning and losing and uh it's you know it just comes sort of naturally it's um I've noticed a few other jockeys are starting to do it too so yeah my secret sort of came out during COVID when there were crowds and um probably something that uh yeah it was uh i was well known for during the
0: COVID period Uh, absolutely brilliant hey who's the next damien oliver who's the young kid coming through damien that you you see around the jockey's room or on race day doing the hard yards or getting on some some good ones who do you think is uh, sort of heading in the right direction to possibly follow in your footsteps
1: oh wow we've got so so
2: much depth in victoria here at the moment um you know, a couple of West Australian boys, um, really proud of their progress, and they're doing great, like uh, Damien Lane and Mark Zara. Um, Jamie Carr's here, of course, Craig Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, Blake Shin's flying as well, you know, and then you've got to look at, you know, blokes like Ch- James McDonald in Sydney. So there's, there's tremendous depth here at the moment, and um, there's no shortage of star riders around, I can tell you.
1: Hey, uh, mate, you mentioned that uh, you'll be doing a, uh, a bit of work with Ladbrokes. Look, my mate here is very, very <laughs> nervous. Um, he's an ambassador for Ladbrokes. He's on the payroll. A bit he's, of Gostradamus, actually. Gostradamus of tips, Damien. And then as soon as you were announced as uh, you're getting on board with Ladbrokes, he got real <laughs> nervous and he's waiting for the phone to ring. Can you do anything at all just to Come make on, sure that he's, still, that he's still on board? Let's I think you'd make Damien. a good team. Let's stick together, Damien.
2: I'm sure we'll just squeeze you into the
0: salary crap cap there somewhere, mate. Hey, salary crap's about right. Don't worry about that. Some of the stuff I'll come out with, Ollie. Hey, just in in regards to that, um, and we talk about uh, WA and your connection, what about your beloved Eagles, mate? Can I just ask you how tough it's been?
2: been a long season I must admit goss but um thank god for my son's under 13s um side we're in a grand final this weekend yes. that uh, kept me going and really, really looking forward to that one
1: Hey and he made an appearance on the bounce on the weekend too young bloke he uh, in his in proudly wearing his eagles jumper
2: didn't he? He's uh, got the mullet going and um, I think he copped plenty from his mates too as well. So uh, he better perform this weekend. I told him he's going down
1: Media Street. He better perform. He <laughs> better get a kick, put the black boots on too. None what, of what, white stuff. Uh,
0: what position does he play, Damien?
1: He's a kind of
2: running half back. he is Ooh. and, um, yeah, he's going good. So, yeah, we... Uh, we're having a good season. We're, we're coming against the top team. We've been the second team all year, but um, it should be a great game. Really looking forward
0: to it. Now, interesting enough, you're about to bow out. So you've got the Spring Carnival to come, you've which is six a, months, yeah, months. which is coming c- coming fast. It's interesting because you could call everyone out here. You say, "Look, it's going to be my last Spring Carnival." You're going to have every trainer wanting Damien Oliver. You could have a ride in every race for the entire four days of the oh, carnival. Cinderella stories all Melbourne over Melbourne it. Cup. It's going to be Cinderella, and then turn around and go. You know what? I'm going to go around again. I'm not going to retire. <laughs> I sucked you all. Oh, this in. is a ruse. Are <laughs> uh, you going to be inundated, aren't you? Suck s- them s- all in, you reckon? Yeah, you suck them all in and go around again. Uh, but
1: yeah. we know you though, You are the most, you're one of the most competitive people that we've we've ever seen. And there's no way you're just finishing off the last few months and just by riding a few horses and a farewell lap, mate. I know that you're going to want to win everything that you are you are on. Um, have you you know have you got? Can you look into the crystal ball enough to see that you've got some really good chances in the big ones coming up
2: um, yeah I haven't got a marquee horse at this stage um, horse like Arkansas kid was uh, training really well but he had a little setback so he's he's probably still a couple of weeks away but um, yeah I'm hoping there you know some will be some some old old um, Uh, Trainers that I've ridden for over the years that will uh, find one for us. Gay said she'd find one for me the other day. So, you know, I'm looking forward to renewing some associations that I've I've had throughout the years, and uh, hopefully we can go out on a good note, guys.
0: Absolutely. Last one for you because we know you're busy and we really appreciate your time. Can I ask you, do you have a pool room? Do you have everything in the pool room? And if you were to have one thing that you walk in and go, that's what I got right there, what is it that's uh, on display?
2: Oh yeah, m- most of the majors are sort of still out on display, um, a lot of trophies are in storage I can tell you that, probably the one of the uh, most unique trophies I got or um, presents from a win was when I won a Caulfield Cup on, on um, Paris Lane it was, one of the owner's sons was a surfboard shaper and he put the colours in behind a surfboard and and had all the winds of the horse in a surfboard. So I've actually
0: got oh, that um, tucked away
1: somewhere. So that was quite a different one. That's absolutely. Good ridiculous. thing for Ollie, though, is you'd be able to put lots of frames on the walls because they're only little oh, frames. All right, mate. They're only tiny little mate, frames. See, like that's, this. see,
0: that's not necessary. You did that right at the very end of the conversation with him because we've, we've taken him through. <laughs> hey, fair mate, I've
1: got to get a short joke in somewhere.
0: Mate, I know you've been in our data. We appreciate you taking your time to chat with us, ride safely right through to the end. We look forward to seeing you over here in WA around Christmas and New Year's time. Will you go back and live in Victoria? Is Victoria absolutely home
2: for you and the family? Yeah, it is for the time being. Um, I think there's probably just more opportunity here at the moment, but I love getting across to Perth, and, and the Melbourne winters do um, uh, get me down a little <laughs> bit, so um, who knows, You know, further down the track could end up in Perth, but um, for the time being, I'm, I'm being in Melbourne for a
1: while. No, stay there, because you'll take too much of my money on the golf course, you just stay put, <laughs> mate. Hey, mate, we really appreciate uh, your time today. We know you're absolutely under the pump, and Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you go out on an absolute high over the next four months and and finishing off, as you said, where it all started here in WA. We'll see you soon. Good luck, mate, for a uh, massive spring carnival and a Perth summer. Thanks, guys. Look forward to it.
0: Good on you, Ollie. Great to chat. Damien Oliver joining us on SENWA. And now time for this. The Friday FOMO has arrived, Scotty. It's here, mate. You've been waiting all morning. Have a listen to this. Escape to Tropical Cairns, Crystal Brook Flynn, Mm. for three nights. From how much, Scotty? $499. That's it. $400. Not $1,400. (laughs) $499. Exactly right. Visit myholiday.com and listen in for more
1: details. So the Friday FOMO is here. Escape to Tropical Cairns, Crystal Brook Flynn, Mm -hmm. for three nights. $499. (laughs) Visit myholiday.com and listen in for more details. I'll see you later.